0: There is something to be said about you know working with an in-house av provider and i guess you guys kind of touch on that you know like why did you guys choose eminence um and kind of how that relationship developed and and where we are today i don't
1: know you guys tell me
0: why
2: it was the biggest mistake we <Don't catch up. laughs>
3: What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Wedding Season the Podcast. Today we have our guests from Embassy Grand, Sarb and Gary. Guys, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you, Prince. Sabi welcome, welcome guys. Pleasure being welcome. here. Um, so we have some, you know, people that are obviously going through weddings, trying to book weddings, plan weddings. And I think a venue is maybe one of the most important things. I yep. think people have to book their gurdwara, they have to book their ve- venue before they carry on with anything else, mm-hmm. right? Um, so why don't you guys give us a little bit of introduction to Embassy Grand, um, and your roles at Embassy Grand, along with your years of experience, like what's your guys' background knowledge before we get into, you know, exactly what couples should be doing? Like, what about, let's talk about you guys a little bit.
2: Um, so my name is Gary, as uh, Prince, uh, Prince mentioned, um, I've, uh, we bought, uh, Embassy Grand in 2016. Uh, we've been there for about, uh, six years now. Awesome. Um, we're... Uh, it's about 70,000 square foot building. I'm pretty sure everybody's been there. If you haven't, um, check us out. Why haven't you been there? <laughs> 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 yeah, I haven't been there. Then, there, ever, then, there, have then there's problem. You need, you need more friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you need more friends, definitely. Um, I've been in the industry for over 25 years. Basically, born in a banquet hall. I worked for hotels first, and then a uh, Hilton Hotel for about 10 years. And then after that, we opened... Uh, another convention center in uh, Mississauga. And then we bought another one in Mississauga. And then we bought, uh, as I mentioned, in 2016, we bought Embassy Grand. Uh, at Embassy, basically, what I do mostly is at, uh, sales in the front the front of house, um, dealing with clients, dealing right. with the front of house staff, um, just making sure everything goes smoothly in the front of house. Dope, dope, dope. Mr. Saurabh?
1: Same here. Um, as you guys know, anyways. Yeah. I had a previous banquet hall as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was more of a silent partner there, but still managed to learn some ins and outs. Yep. Uh, but applying whatever I learned there and learning a lot more here, it's cool. a lot more hands-on <clears throat> at Embassy since 2016. Um, that's it. I'm, I was a Ford employee <laughs> before <laughs> that. I don't think that <laughs> matters, but... <What laughs> <is>? so <laughs> so I, I went, from general, I went <laughs> from general <laughs> labor to, <laughs> to an entrepreneur, I guess. So what, do you, what, do you, what is your role at Embassy right now? Right now, uh, anything back of house uh staffing uh making sure the chefs have the menus making sure that ordering stuff on time operations you know just general back of house yep very nice so
3: on on that topic um and again most people will probably know this people that don't or or, you know it's the first time getting wedding first time getting wedding first time getting married (laughs) Um, they're 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 you know really kind of haven't been to a wedding before. I mean, it's happened to some of us. Like when until my cousin got married, I had never been to a wedding. I was yep. my parents didn't really go; they didn't have many friends. So, <laughs> <laughs> so they seen for a different day. Uh, but anyway, so a lot of people do know this already. But for the people that don't, Embassy Grand is one of the larger, if not one of the largest, uh, convention centers, especially for the Punjabi community, the Indian community. Outside of that, I know you guys do a lot as well. We'll touch on that, but um, speak to the level of expertise and. Um, kind of how the venue caters to anything from a reception to, I guess you guys do corporate events and and everything in between. So why don't you give us a little bit of insight of those different, different things that can happen at your convention center that you have had thus far.
2: Um, So first of all, I just wanna touch on uh, a bit on what you mentioned. So um, we are actually, I don't want to brag, but uh, <laughs> we're the biggest South Asian event center. The biggest, we do the most in terms of numbers, right. in terms of uh, sales numbers, and in terms of capacity. client numbers, uh, capacity. Yep. And is that in the GTA or in PO region? Uh, in the GTA. In the world,
4: in the not <laughs> 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 <internationally>. <laughs> Not yet, yeah. not yet. Um,
2: and then in terms of events, uh, as you mentioned, we do anything from weddings, to or or birthday parties, pre-weddings, weddings, um, galas, trade shows, uh, trade shows right. uh, you name it. Um, and like we have the capacity and obviously the capability um, with our infrastructure that's built into the building, we can do a lot more than your average uh, banquet hall. Like right? what is uh, what is the capacity of Embassy? Uh, for a sit-down reception, you're looking at about 1,800. Um, right, nice. wow. For a standing room, you're looking at 2,300. Okay, it's a lot of people. That's a lot of people. <laughs> lot of people. <laughs> lot of people. Yeah, oh my gosh! <laughs> and uh, the, the next event uh, we're gonna hit those numbers is prince's wedding.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned. One day we shall do that.
2: <laughs> One day we'll, we'll get there. to be announced. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there.
3: Um, so we were speaking about the expertise you guys have on a lot of these different you know types of events. So you've obviously over the years. Um, seen so many different types of events, like you said, galas to birthday parties to big corporations doing your events there and trade shows. Can you just touch a little bit on how the team at Embassy Grand has the skills to cater to all of these different types of, um, I guess, clients that come in? Cause,
0: yeah, so it's you up. You guys do like anything down to like white glove service, right? Like,
1: yeah, white glove service. Um, again, staffing is the biggest key, right? Uh, again, doing a buffet setup is one thing, but then. For the Western or the continental menu, uh, having French serve, so you got to have proper trained staff and
0: yeah. And even in terms of like chefs, do you guys have it's not one chef, right? like each type of cuisine, you have kind of specialized chef?
1: Yeah, so from the kitchen side, we have actually three different kitchens there. One is for the continental, Italian uh, side of things, and then we have our Indian kitchen with the tandoors and the traditional mm-hmm. pots and patilas <laughs> stuff, <right? laughs> um, and then we it. have our <laughs> 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 then we have our rental kitchen and we also have a kosher kitchen for our kosher mm-hmm. community that uh, you know that's what they use for when they come in they don't nice. touch any of the other equipment and i think
3: uh, <clears throat> some people again if you haven't seen the kitchen it's the size of some banquet house <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so yeah. so it does definitely help in situations and where we have large sit most of the
1: people are you know sometimes People are. People love going into doors that say "employees only." <laughs> <Yeah. right>? So <laughs> most people only see the kitchen part of it when yeah. they sneak back there. Right. But we do actually have a full-out cold kitchen in the basement as well, which is just strictly fruits and pastries and cold cut meats. Right. The upstairs kitchen is strictly hot kitchen only. So
3: mm-hmm. I mean, uh, some of the things that people need to know when booking a venue like the Embassy Grand. Um, what are what are things that people should be taking into consideration when coming in and speaking to you guys um, about Basically, what they need to already kind of have in hand when they come to you. Or venues in general, right? Yeah, any venue. Venues yeah, in general. Right? But in general, yeah. like in, in general, when somebody comes to book a venue period, what information should they have on hand prior to coming there?
2: So I think um, the way I look at it is I think there's three main things that you should look at. Um, one of them is obviously the, the look of the building or the look of the, the banquet hall, um, which is uh, the, the outside, the inside. Um, and then... The cleanliness of it, um, which is, falls into that, uh, the look of the building, um, and then the second thing I, I think is uh, the food and the service, yep. right. which uh, is is key as well. And then the third thing, which is very important, a lot of people don't look at; uh, they just look at the price rather than uh, look at this third thing, which is uh, who you're working with. Yeah. So you have to be comfortable with the person you're working with. 100%. You don't want that that uh, you know the car salesman feeling. That anything you talk about or anything you bring up in conversation, it sounds like this person's trying to sell you something yeah. or they're trying to refer their friend or somebody they're going to get kicked back from. Right. So it's very important that you're working with someone you trust and you have a good relationship with.
3: No, that's good to know. And then, sorry, but the question was a little bit also in terms of what do people need to be prepared with? Like, is there any f- information that they require that they should come and or, have in hand so that they can be prepared to ask one, questions and stuff like that?
1: One of the most important things, I think, they need to have a date in mind of what right? they're looking yeah, for, yeah, what month yeah. at least, ideal. Right. So we can narrow it down if we availability-wise. Um, number of guests, I no, would say. is Yeah, that yeah number, is number of guests, well? number two. And... Uh, that's it Emin- em- 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 eminence <laughs> Eminence, they gotta make sure your eminence is available <laughs> <laughs> I have Should have him on more
0: episodes <laughs> Subtle plug yeah, but I think yeah, yeah. I think uh, and I guess uh, like i I know you guys wouldn't want to say this, but I think people should also be realistic about their budgets, right? Like you shouldn't be going to like you know a venue that just caters to say, I don't know, like birthdays and Mayas, right and then going to a venue like embassy grand expecting the same price, right? so I think in sense, kind of preparing yourself. I agree for the with there, but
1: then again, I don't want to come out yeah, and no, say no, that it's it no, unfair I, I, to some you v- know, venues. You know what, it, what it, I mean?
0: No, no. I just mean like comparing apples. We, to right? apples, apples. Like, apples yeah, we know be, when we want to, to buy a apple.
1: car, for example. We know we're going into Mercedes. We know what we're expecting. Hundred, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. You're going into another hall,
3: and you a, might consider the Mercedes and go into you know a BMW or an Audi, but you're not gonna go to Mercedes and say, "Oh, your car is a honda a Honda. Exactly. They gave me fifty. And, then not, yeah. the same and thing. then
1: not only that, there's a base price and then there's options. And you can add all yeah. you want. Exactly. stations, late night stations. And, 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 right. and, and again, service. like I don't
0: even mean that as like a knock on other venues, but it's no, like, you not know, like all. you guys mentioned all these levels of service, right? They come with the price. Like if you, yeah. you want the staffing, you want all that kind of like the servers there and all that stuff, there's going to be a price behind it, right? So yeah, exactly. I think it's just important for people to understand when they're shopping around. Yeah, they just got to know what they want. Apple Shopples, Anything's right? possible. But everything
1: comes at a a tag, price tag. And
3: I think the other thing is um, it also speaks to the experience. When you have experience in all of the different levels of things that you've guys already spoken about, you've done up to galas, to birthdays, to pre-events, to wedding receptions, to sit-down dinners, to, you know, and the list goes on and on. That level of experience and expertise also brings a certain price range that people have to, you know, kind of understand that we're giving you this price because we have the experience to make sure that your service is serviced at that level and that price range as well, right? So, Yeah,
1: yeah, I mean, if we can handle. You know, fifteen hundred people sit down. French service, right? Yeah. Dinner for a big gala. I'm sure we can handle the Indian buffet, parties as well, yeah. <laughs> exactly. buffets. But again, it's when we keep getting pinched at the beginning, then our hands are tied. Right. You know, we got to make it affordable somewhere. Exactly. We, we don't want to do that, right? Right. Mm-hmm.
2: And you know what? I think I think a lot of the the clients are getting smarter these days. They yeah. know they expect it. There's that you know five seven percent that I'd say. Still have no idea, uh, you know, the price range. <laughs> they, they've come to, you know, their distant cousin's wedding at Embassy Grand, and then on the Monday they come into the Ten office and say, yeah. "You know what? Listen, uh, you know, I want to do a wedding for my my son or daughter. Or I want to throw a party," and they don't expect that price range. They get yeah, that they- sicker shock, right? But I think most of the clients they know, uh, and that's one of the reasons that there was a facility I was at uh, previously. And in January, we used to get a lot of phone calls for lordy parties, or or before January, for January, um, for lordy parties and smaller events, birthday parties. We don't get that as much in Embassy Grand, right? Um, That place was, or the previous venue was 400 people capacity. uh, Price was less than half. And we were busier there in january than we would be at embassy grand right so it's just cuz people have that mindset of different embassy grand different clients, you know there's there's a there's a, yeah. there's a price range mm-hmm. and there's a service standard that i'm going to get there and i'd rather save that for a wedding or a pre-wedding event rather than our, or a, a lorry party right, right. yeah right, so i
3: mean yeah that's that's something that people you know do need to understand and and hopefully i think as you said our community is learning more
4: and more as days I go think, by, as years go by, I think social media helps quite right. a bit. Like I think as people, you know what I mean. Now we're getting into second, third generation, right? Right. So you know the kids, kids are more in tune with what's going on Correct. and kind of thing, and and have more say as well. Of
1: course, they yeah, know, know what I they think. want for sure. Exactly. I got, I got <laughs> yeah, exactly. married; I had no clue at that. <laughs> <laughs> I, my parents picked everything; I didn't
2: pick anything. Oh, uh, just, I just showed you, up. That's it. Just because you brought that up, uh, follow us on uh, Instagram as well. Sunny Sunny and Mandy. (laughs) What's the page? What's the page? I I don't know. Embassy Grand Okay, so
3: um in terms of we talked about the different scale of events that you guys have done and, and obviously been through those different like you know, types of events, different type of people and clientele that you've worked with now. Out of all of those events that have happened over I think what's it been, six or seven years now? Can you give us a, a couple of, uh, you know, maybe event highlights? What were some cool events that have happened? And maybe a little bit different than reception. We've seen reception. But what are some other things that happen? It's,
0: uh, it's funny because Gary had just mentioned, like, you know, compared to other venues, like, you know, Embassy doesn't do as many lordies, Right. But when you do do lordies they're like... <laughs> right. they're grand grand lorries. Heavy duty lorries. Or, you know, or, uh, or Brand 18th birthday, birthday parties. 18th birthday yeah. parties. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know, maybe, you know, speak on that. Like, that experience of... You know when people kind of rent almost the whole venue right and then how do they kind of utilize the space to create something unique
2: yeah like I, I mentioned before um it's one of those buildings you can you can there's so much possible um people have come in on horses people have come in on ford f-150s um there's been helicopters that landed in parking lots so the you know, sky's the limit with Embassy Grand. You can literally. Make, uh, <laughs> yeah, literally. So, literally. Yeah. And in, in terms of, as you, want you a mentioned, skylight? there's a skylight too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, in terms of uh, birthday parties or or lordy parties, they there we do do quite a few of them. Uh, but the ones we do, um, there's a different scale. As have you Have seen? The as you seen uh, yeah, there's. They would rent the whole hall. We would make separate halls for the food only. And then you go into the actual event or the the, the reception part of it. And uh, there's no budgets. There's no... They just come in and say, you know, Gary, I want to put on a, an amazing event and make it happen. And it's like and, an experience. And, and card, right? Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, especially when they say,
1: just do it. Here's the date. Here's... There's no Those budget. Are the best not, Those are the best. you know times. what? You want to take care of them, obviously. You don't want you don't want, you're there. not going to price gouge them because they're not... And they, they, they trust you, and you trust, trust them. Us. That, what, that and would that, that put kind a lot of, of pressure, pressure is, on you as well? Is usually a repeat client. You know what? Well. It
2: does. It does put pressure on you, but at the same time, like, like I said, I've been in the industry for 25 years. Yeah. yeah. I don't feel that as pressure. I feel that as they give me the opportunity and a you know, pat on the back, almost like exactly. They trust you. Yeah, exactly. So they say, you know what? Do whatever you feel is okay. Don't call us for you know getting <laughs> approval on this is the budget or this is how much it is. You feel. That you can easily work with with yeah, people yeah. like that, right? And, and I, don't, use, I don't. No, I don't sorry, think. No. Sorry,
3: I don't. I don't think there's any um, any pressure in that. I think it's more of a compliment because somebody's saying, "I trust you so much," and I think you know you have the vision to create something for me. Right. Use your creativity to bring you know because yeah. you guys have the experience of the venue. Yeah. You guys have the industry experience, and they want you, the experts. we were talking about this on the last episode. Yeah. When you're paying somebody, they obviously know what they're doing because you're paying a big yeah. price. Yeah, you're
1: asking for exactly. suggestions. Right? Exactly, we're, we're not gonna guide you the wrong way right not not just to make an extra buck or whatever
2: it's funny the last time that happened was um it was a a friend of mine that came in and said uh gary this is the date this is his birthday date um if that saturday is available or friday is available it's up to you it's going to happen here we need the full hall uh no budget uh this is what first he wanted to go to miami he wanted to do a destination 18th birthday and then <laughs> I convinced clients. him I said you know what, we'll bring Miami to Toronto yeah. and we'll oh, make it happen I know, here I know, I know what he's talking about so and obviously a lot of you know I'm pretty sure you've seen it on Instagram if you yeah, have media. if yeah. you weren't there um, it was an amazing event so. oh
3: what's the Instagram page that they can check it out on if they missed it
2: uh, you can go to at uh, Embassy Grand there you go awesome. so make sure you guys check it out at <laughs> awesome, Embassy awesome. Grand
3: you guys can make sure you check out the events there there's a lot of highlights on there um, and Speaking about cool things at Embassy Grand, um, there's a huge bar selection you guys have. When people choose to give you the extra couple bucks on the on the premium bar there, you guys have a huge selection. Um, just speak about that, and and I guess the the experience you're going for by providing that, because I know it's a headache to to do all of that. It, for sure, it is. But what's that experience like? And even your guys' bartender, like the whole experience is. Unique. Yeah, like the whole the whole experience. From yeah, it's top to it's
1: uh, our bartenders are pretty well versed. Uh, one of them has his own company back home and is right. still running while he's immigrated here. Very nice. Uh, another one of the bartenders, you know, some people may have seen him if you've been to Embassy is Austin. He's worked on Carnival Cruises for 11 years. So they can mix any drink. He always has and a sm- smile on his face. Bartender always. can only work with what he's got. If he's got no ingredients to work with, what's he going to make for you, yes. right? No, for sure. So at Embassy, we have the most extensive bar. 40 different brands, yeah. mixes, liqueurs, so they have plenty to work with. Yeah, yeah and I, I mean yeah. that's a very unique experience. Go ahead.
2: And and one of the main things is is um, you know you don't we're huge believers in not cutting corners. Um, the first time when we bought Embassy Grand, uh, we talked about it uh, the first day we met. Said you know what we're gonna we're gonna not cut corners. We're gonna charge a certain price and make sure that you know clients might complain in the office about the price or about the rates, but one thing we don't want is the client complaining after the event right. and saying that, oh, I paid too much for too what much, I got. There wasn't yeah, yeah. enough selection or right. whatever. Exactly. You know? So You name it, it's on the bar. Quality right. over qua- yeah.
1: quality. Over, yeah. yeah, exactly. exactly.
0: Guys, are, sure. we, uh, are we able to, I don't know how secretive this is, but are we able to speak on the
4: liquor room? Well, <laughs> yeah, the, the infamous, <laughs> the infamous liquor room. So, uh, so, back story is, uh, you know, this is once upon a time and I, I heard about the liquor room but I wasn't privileged enough, right? And then one time, uh, Gary actually took me to the liquor room and blew my mind. <laughs> <laughs> so
2: you guys Did you walk back out or? <laughs> I,
1: I, I usually you,
2: don't. I usually don't. No, we, we use a pump truck and <laughs> <on> a, <laughs> a, a skid to
1: get
3: it No, so so you guys you guys have an extensive like liquor room obviously because you have so many liquors that you have to provide upstairs. Yeah. So many different brands of alcohol, beer, um, even even chasers and stuff like that, right? Yeah, yeah. Um a lot of people have like, their sodas and, and uh, Coke and stuff on tap. Yep. What do you guys have on tap <laughs> or, or our, automated? Our, our liquor is on tap. So <laughs> a, a
1: lot of people, they come to the embassy, they're like, oh, the bartender didn't put me the right drink. They just did this in, in front of the freaking bar or whatever. Uh, little do they know that we actually have bottles downstairs in the liquor room, which are upside down, and uh, each bar Gets the liquor straight from the liquor room. The bottles that are at the bar are strictly just kind of for display. display. Mm-hmm. Or if someone's really picky and wants to see the drink actually pour out of the bottle, or
2: the more higher end, the higher the end, yeah. Higher yeah. end yeah. Brands, yeah, yeah,
1: like the premium, premium yeah, bottle, Right, right? So, but at any given time, yeah, we have, you know. Fifty, sixty thousand dollars $60,000 worth of liquor that's there. Oh so yeah, for anybody, <laughs> <embassy> <laughs> grass, <laughs> anybody <laughs> that, anybody, room, anybody anybody that says, oh, back. you know, oh, th- they're mixing such, you know, Grey Goose and uh, Absolute together. No, there's, you know, we've heard that before. I've yeah. actually taken a client down to the liquor room from to the party just to say. prove that, hey, this is not what you think it is, right? Yeah. yeah. yeah so and I
3: think yeah. that yeah. speaks on not cutting corners. I mean, no, you can't. that's something you, you, can't. you speak about. Like, that's something people need to understand. What am
1: I going to save? Two bottles over the course of the party,
2: and three I think bottles that's what over people, the course of the party. People don't understand
3: that perspective. Right,
2: that's a hundred dollars. Yeah. Like really.
3: And it's because they're doing one party, and you guys are doing hundreds. Yeah.
2: No. So. Yeah. And you know what? It's it's uh, you're you're investing into your business, right? Correct. It's, when you're yeah, yeah. you have this stock or you have this storeroom and you have a big facility, you should utilize that. Especially in the summer, we go through like on a yearly basis, we go through over a million dollars of alcohol. And wow. if we have, yeah. you know, crazy. if we're that's, <laughs> that's if we're cutting that's... corners and uh, <laughs> yeah. saying you know what, don't don't order this today or don't we'll yes. get this next week. There's no point of that. Yeah. Like I know, obviously, I'm not gonna mention any names, but I know places where on Friday nights they're running around trying to get grey goose. And I'm thinking you're getting like you're on Friday night, you're getting grey so goose the right now. Of the yeah, yeah. But like, you're
3: saying that's happened. I think uh, me and you have <laughs> attended an event at a different
4: banquet hall and they ran out of liquor. Yeah. <laughs> not to, not to name yeah, names, yeah. we're not gonna throw on yeah. yeah. out. Yeah. But it, 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 it's happened. You know what? I think it used to be very common. Once upon a time, like but used it shouldn't to be common. It shouldn't at be. this it point. Shouldn't
3: be. It should be very common, but <laughs> it doesn't make any sense, it, like, it, especially it.
4: on on, on banquet halls that are
3: putting <clears throat> themselves up as the elitist group yeah, yeah. of you know banquet
1: organization. Just being organized, like, did you order it? Is there a checklist in place? Do you have enough right. staff to go through the stuff? Hey, this is what we need for this mm-hmm. coming weekend. Right. Has it been done? Right?
2: Yeah. yeah. Well, basically, uh, the the backup LCBO for other conventions. Yeah. <laughs> so whenever anybody runs out, Friday night, you, they know who to call. call, so, yeah. call if you are a venue
0: watching this podcast right now, <laughs> and you run out of liquor yeah, on a Friday night. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, you need Grey Goose? Call on, on a
2: Friday. These are your guys' hey, on right night. <laughs> it's okay. We
3: got you. <laughs> <laughs> and we're not gonna <laughs> go for one I see next. a little bit of a premium, <laughs> but just give us a call. No, no
2: premium, no premium. Contact Karo at embassy Grand. <laughs> no, no, no DM, premium. send a DM. <laughs> send a um, um,
3: yeah. your relationships with vendors. Um, obviously you guys have great relationships with your clients. Why is it important and, and how do you maintain these relationships? Because again, you have like we said, hundreds of parties, so you have hundreds of vendors come through. How do you guys keep and maintain relationship? Because some are new, they don't know what they're doing sometimes, and you know somebody booked them because they're cheap and they try to save money on that end. But from the you know best of the best to the worst of the worst, how do you maintain relationships with these guys uh, and girls and and these corporations and and businesses?
1: With them, I mean they're there. They come do their job. They go home. I just ask them to kind of be on time. Time is the biggest constraint when vendors are coming in to set up. Is, is We have to cooperate with them. They have to cooperate with us. Right. Yeah. But uh, again, just we work with them the best we can. It's never perfect. We can work on some stuff and they can work on some stuff.
0: But I'll, I'll, I'll give you, I know you guys won't like mention it. You guys never kind of flaunt this, um, but we notice it. And yeah. you guys have never even actually told us. Like We work together so much. But like a lot of the events I've seen, I've been there. I DJ there a lot. But there's always a vendor table. Right, yeah. Um, yeah, we try and do it as long and as the floor plan allows floor us plan to, yeah. but like, I mean, when you do have the space, and you like, you guys are, in my opinion, I don't get you guys correct me if I'm wrong, but you're the only venue that does it, correct? Right? Yeah, but I like, again, I'm saying you guys never kind of like you know put this up, no, I mean, there are people
1: it. too. I mean, we don't want to see them sitting on a stage and eating behind yeah. curtains and stuff it's, like it, that, but and vendors appreciate like, out. I've oh, had yeah. very much appreciate it, you
4: know, like us, like going into a venue and they treat you like hey listen you are our guest as well Correct right. is, a, is is a very nice feeling yes. and i
0: think that venue relationship like especially for myself personally like i'm not speaking on anyone's behalf but like we've been doing this so long now like me as a dj i've started like picking and choosing so a lot of venues now i just don't take gigs at anymore because mm. it's like you know a lot of these guys like you know you guys have said have been in this game for 20 years right why is a dj still showing up and asking can i get a table right like yeah. it's no. it's i mean yeah, it, it should already be there you yeah. guys understand like what the what the vendors yeah. need and it's always provided right the yeah. stage is always there the tables are always there right um
1: again like long as again if the dj has told us okay this is what i require in advance yes it'll yeah. be there but if they haven't communicated with us mm-hmm. then we don't know what to provide them except for a six-foot table sometimes they need two exactly. Yeah, right exactly so you know when we work the best we can to get it solved right away obviously we want to get the event underway we don't want to delay anybody right um yeah
3: i mean it goes on i think speaking on expertise you know what people need because you've done it for so long you've had the experience of doing it for so long so um on the same note there's something that i want to touch up on this point uh, because i've witnessed it live so uh we've we've had situations where you know we've went to venues and i've seen hall owners Um, and this speaks for venues in general so I think this is a message that you guys probably have had this situation as well where you guys set up a table and and set up the tables and and the whole side right and there was a vendor that comes in to set up decor and they make a mess they do right and 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 it could be from anyone from decor it could be an EV company yeah it could be anybody but I feel like uh, this is like something that a trouble that you go through and then you have to hear it from clients because you vacuumed you've mopped you've swept, you've done your you know your entire job somebody comes and messes it up and you walk you know half an hour before the client's about to get there now you got to scramble to fix it so speak on that and how that affects your business and I guess this is more for people and and the people at home who are booking weddings to speak to their vendors and give them a little bit of advice of you know to I guess not do that and the things that they can avoid
2: yeah, you know what? The the main thing is, um, like, understanding and, and having respect for the venue. Um, same way you're going to get the respect back. So if you come in there, same as if you went to somebody's house and, you know, you don't take your shoes off and say, hey, you know what, I don't like the color of my socks today. I'm not going to take my shoes off. <laughs> That's what <laughs> I want to do. So same thing, coming into a, ve- uh, a venue, you know, the, the, it, like Prince mentioned, you know, it's vacuumed, it's ready to go. Um, if you're coming in and you're doing flowers or you you're you're getting something ready in terms of decor and you know you mess up the carpet just ask us for a vacuum or or you know or uh, it's not bring it I mean, bring it yourself just a lot of the a lot of courtesy the, that's all. Right, yeah, yeah, a lot of the, the vendors these days they do bring you know vacuums or, or brooms with them uh, to clean it up it's just a respect factor yeah uh, for the know. table
1: settings especially once the table settings are done and they
2: you know
4: and i guess i guess for you guys it's also you know these vendors that you know <clears> respect <throat> your space you're also going to be the ones hey guys like to your clients like hey guys yeah you guys like, look i'm, at I'm not gonna, yeah right? if someone like, asks me and say hey listen this is who people. i'm thinking of getting yeah, as a yeah.
1: vendor yeah obviously i'm going to have a little bit of a comment to make on that right exactly yeah. and i think yeah. that kind of ties in one like personally
0: speaking again is like i've noticed some of the best weddings or where the vendors and the venue have a good relationship. Oh, you a yeah. And 100%. it's like, it's like smooth, it's so, so smooth. Yeah, and, yeah. um And that's why now, like even me, if I speak to clients, like I try to usually, usually push them to a venue where it's like, I'm comfortable and I'm, I know I'm going to have a good time because I'm not going to walk in and have to figure out where the table is and all that kind of stuff, right? Yeah. And it's like, if speaking for myself, if I'm in a good mood, then I'm, your party's going to be good as well, yeah. right? And then it kind of works, I think, for every vendor like that, yeah. right? Like, exactly. And also,
1: like, it's, it's never going to be perfect, right? So even if you messed up somehow, just yeah. own up to it say yeah okay this is what happened hey let's we'll work with you we'll, mm-hmm. we'll get yeah, it solved yeah. right? don't try to b- don't try it <laughs> <Yeah>. don't <laughs> try or move a table yeah, or, or it, it, it wasn't me <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what yeah. i mean yeah. um, i think I think, that's, I, was gonna <laughs>
0: say, that I think that's a good um like on that note kind of you know yeah. speaking on the kind of the in-house part right like yeah. i know a lot of people still don't understand like and it's usually the older crowd but the whole idea of in-house av right but now speaking on like workflow and, and smooth operations. And you know, I mean at this point we've done hundreds of events together, right? Yeah. So I
1: think you know kind of on that. Hundreds. Right? I'd say a little more than that. We do <laughs> yeah, yeah, four to five hundred yeah, or five hundred a year. Yeah. So but I think we're over I a mean, hundred like, like, thousands he's, he's, he's being modest. Guys. I'm being modest, be modest. modest. You know I'm like I don't want to brag
0: on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like not even just speaking of like just the A V part, but like yeah. in terms of like DJs and stuff like you know, we do a lot of events there. Um, and again I don't want to be biased in saying that like those is like smooth sailing, but there is something to be said about you know, working with an in-house AV provider. And I guess you guys kind of touch on that, you know, like why did you guys choose Eminence Um, and kind of how that relationship developed and, and where we are today? I don't know, you
2: guys tell me why. <laughs> big, <yeah. laughs> no, no, no. It was, a, it was the biggest mistake we made.
1: <laughs> no, uh, uh, turn other turn uh, up, baby companies that were taking bids. Turn it off, turn it <laughs> off, turn, it turn out. Out the cameras. Turn it <laughs> no, no, no. No, definitely, I think one of the best decisions we made. Uh, again, you guys were younger and you were in the business. I liked your professionalism at that time. Um, and you guys were hungry, even now, compared to yeah. compared to the, <laughs> uh, compared to a lot of the other company. You guys are hungry and still
2: are, uh, which is a driving factor on keeping you guys and having mm-hmm. you guys there, right? And the, and professionalism was key. You know, yeah. uh, there's a lot of companies out there. Um, we were we were offered bribes. You know, <laughs> they were offered a lot of money to uh, <laughs> to sign that in house away. But uh, you know what? It like we said from from the beginning, it's a lot of it is um, what we, what kind of service we provide the customer, right, right. Or, yeah. or the client, and yeah, it might
1: be it, a little pricey, but uh, <laughs> but, he, it, but it no comes at quarters. a cost. But you know that whatever you ask for is going to get done. Everything's queued. Right. Everything's tested well before the clients are. Mm-hmm. Or the bride and groom are coming in into the building, right?
2: Exactly, and and once we refer them to Eminence, we know they're not going to be any good shortfall, and and, and they're going to be in in good hands, right? So I think
3: that trust and and, and communication really allows for. A good relationship and, and the the smoothness of the event.
4: You know, for for our side, it, it makes things a lot easier. Like you know, I know I know Tanu and Sok and I. Like we breathe a little bit easier when it's like, oh, like where where is the venue? Where's the wedding? Where's this massive thing happening? Right. It's like, oh, well, it's the embassy. Okay, then it's fine. It's got to be gone, it's right? Home, it's right? Really yeah, easy. It's home, yeah, I mean, you
1: know what I mean? Because like again, it's, it's it's not like the old days. Speakers in the corner of the dance no, floor, the course. wires running everywhere. It's, you know what I mean. It's, it's a flick of a switch you know, like, and it's ready to go. Obviously,
4: like Gary, you guys have, Sarb, uh, you guys have been in the industry for years now, right? Mm-hmm. Twenty, twenty-five plus, and you've seen the evolution of these events going from very small, you know, extravagant uh, to now like super extravagant, intricate, and all these all these different things. And you know, it takes a lot of planning, a lot of you know things on every vendor's front. So. Again, speaking to you guys and you know your professionalism, it's it's very easy for us as an outside vendor to go in and be like, yes, okay, cool, we're here, work with these guys, you know. And those planning start that planning starts months ahead, right? Months, and years, years. Yeah, years and the, yeah, and yeah, I,
0: yeah. I think that's why anytime on our like our Instagram, you see an extravagant event, for, it's always at Embassy Grand, right? Because it's like in that relationship, um, you know, you like you have like Gary said earlier, you have a venue that can basically pretty much do anything do for anything, anyone, right? right? So like mm-hmm. you are saying, like.
1: Literally, whatever you guys, and then there's only yeah. the handful of vendors like you, yourselves that can pull off those kind to of... to actually amazing, utilize amazing the issues. venues yeah. kind of resources yeah. and,
0: and and pull off those events, and that's how we do those grand, extravagant events, right? Yeah. Um, they're not always actually they're not possible
2: at a lot of venues, yeah. um, just because there's no infrastructure for them, right? No. So, yeah. And you know what? A lot of a lot of I just want to um, mention one thing is uh, that a lot of clients don't might not think it's a huge thing, but um, okay. we le- we also like the fact that none of your staff. You know, drank on the job, and right. that was yeah. one of what a key factor, Profes- key deciding factor for us as well. Because yeah. um, previously we picked up DJs off off the floor <laughs> and, <laughs> and dropped them homes yeah. so, or call <laughs> them movers. The name, <laughs> <names again. laughs> so you know, it's a uh, you know, clients don't realize it until their wedding night, right, and yeah. they want the DJ to play till two. But the guy, you know, he can't, him him or her can't stand up till after one. <laughs> you know, so, and they don't know what, what uh, music to play. So, <laughs> you know, that's a need, huge. Or they don't need a half
1: a bottle to DJ, number one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, so that's, 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 that's
0: been big for us since day one, right? Like, it's like you guys had professionalism, but just peace of mind knowing that our guys,
4: from start to finish, are going to treat, you know, like, treated like a job, right? That was one thing when we yeah. mm. kind of started this. Yeah, that's what I was. And I actually started taking this seriously. It was like, listen, you know, if you go to your corporate nine to five, you're not having beers at 1 p.m. Exactly, right? You can't Um, do it here. And the same thing here, right? Like, we we tell the guys all the time, listen, if you guys want to party, no problem. We'll take care of it. Yeah. We'll we'll party. But 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 after the event is over, that's it. After the event's over, DJ wants to have a drink, no problem. Exactly. If Gary wants to pick up the tab at Cabana, no problem. So,
3: moving on to floor plans, this is obviously, again, something that you guys have more of a you know expert opinion on um we also have a lot of floor plans where we've looked at them and we're like what the heck's going on because we have nowhere to put stuff that they booked with us they didn't tell you guys that's i guess goes into not having that communication there a lot of times i think eminence and embassy have to figure out that oh this happened and then you got to call the client and say hey just to let you know you booked this many guests but your floor plan you know doesn't allow for x y and z so speaking of floor plans what are three things that are overlooked when people are making floor plans
1: uh, number one would be decor. How extravagant they want to go in decor. Okay. Yeah. Number two is AV. Yeah. Do they want a big DJ setup, big booth with LED panels right. this and that? Because our job is to provide them with a guest count that the room can accommodate with average size mm-hmm. of everything. Yeah. Like what normal is. Yeah. When you want to go extravagant, obviously that plays a part into floor floor space and how many guests. you're So what's fit like into a av- just
4: for the guests at home? What's like an <coughs> average stage size
1: for like a regular kind of backdrop for? But again, for what size of an event? Well, average for a 1000 or no, 1500 like, I mean, you know like what I mean?
4: Typically, the guest <clears throat> brides should budget for, I don't know, 20-foot foot stage or 32-foot
1: stage. I, right? I think 24 it, to 32. Yeah, 24 to 32 average. is your average stage, yeah. And if it's because. just you two, the bride and groom, the couple are up there. You don't really need to go extravagant. A lot of the decorations that some decorators do put on the stage don't necessarily need to be on the stage. They can be right. on the floor behind the stage, and right. you can have the, you know, have the same effect. Right. So um, those two
2: and then your third maybe yeah. number 3 is uh like lounge furniture which yeah. was pretty popular yeah. these days. Okay. A lot of clients wanted to bring in lounge furniture but they didn't consider the fact that you know they have 400 guests in in a 450 room uh, or capacity room. And they have a 32 foot stage and a 24 foot DJ, DJ stage, stage yeah. and then they want uh, you know three sets of sofas and in they front want a of the portable stage. bar, they yeah. want, you know that so, kind of
1: stuff. It takes away from floor it takes space. away from yeah. yeah floor space to yeah. obviously put the tables. Is, yeah. is
4: that something that you guys can help the clients with? Like if they if they tell you guys, listen, this is what we're thinking. What are, what are your thoughts?
1: Depends on the room capacity. I mean, if they're pushing their like guest to help, counts, To help build that floor plan out. Yeah, we'll help them build yeah. the floor yeah. plan. Yeah
2: yeah we have uh, well the, the rounds we have three different sizes of tables uh, 60, 64 and 72 inch um, so you can put 8, 10, 12 uh, we have square tables rectangular tables so we can accommodate and, and work with your floor plan and put more seating at per table Right. so to create more space uh, you know we'll definitely work with you um, and you also want it to be look um, uh, proportionate to, yeah. the, to the room as well right, right? you know what uh too many chairs and then uh, a big big open space <laughs> in the middle right yeah, yeah that's after too before. many chairs on the side <laughs> yeah.
1: and, and we're doing a little bit of rental work now so which will help with the floor space and right. uh, it'll give us more flexibility to put the stages wherever we want right and make the dance floor whatever size yeah. we want so yeah, we'll, we'll have a little bit more flexibility coming soon i think i think that's something that you guys do regularly right like i think every year you guys try to do something to yeah working. you always got to put some of the money back into they're the really building keep the business, it yeah. uh keep it looking good and uh you know obviously there's wh- wear dates. and tear that happens that right. if it doesn't get corrected it does uh <laughs> magnify but pretty it's quick
0: it's good that you guys do that because i know uh just us even being there over the years like a lot of your clientele is just repeat like the, the like that family if they're there every wedding's happening there and i think it's nice year over year if there's some kind of change to the venue exactly um, yeah um, yeah you don't want the same guests up. coming over and over you know like, like yeah. you guys said if you haven't been to embassy, you don't have enough friends.
2: Right? <laughs> yeah. So it's like people going there year over year, they obviously yeah. see something different every time. Yeah. Right? So yeah, right. if
1: you come this year compared to next year, yeah, there, you should see something mm-hmm. that has changed.
2: Yeah. And the last thing you want is your your brother or sister got married six years ago and it's the same pictures. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're wearing a different dress, but it's the same pictures. Yeah, not yeah no, green, you know green screen. <laughs> yeah.
3: Um, I mean, yeah, so I think the, the message to everybody at home on, on this note is really... Communicate your floor plans, communicate your ideas and your thoughts that you have with your vendors and then have them suggest, you know, the size of stages or space that they need and then communicate that with your venues so that we can, you know, obviously come to a conclusion of what is the best based on your guys' expertise and your opinion of how you can accommodate that person and how much space is required and how many guests they can fit. Because at the end of the day, when they add stuff, at least you're able to tell them, like, hey, listen, this space is no longer big enough. Yeah. You may need to, you know, increase the size
1: if, or if dec- available, if
3: available, if I, available. 100%, yeah. if available or decrease the size because I was just about to say sometimes they come last minute and you know, they have, so embassy has five halls, correct? Yes. It splits into five. So one and two is what they booked. Three, four and five is now booked for somebody else. And last minute they've added in structures into their decor and a huge DJ booth and they need another, you know, I don't know, 10 tables, but...
1: Yeah, Because yeah, no matter what, there's always last minute changes, exactly. and last minute stuff that's going to happen the day of. So the more you can get off your plate early, is, is better.
3: So on the on the topic of you know getting stuff off your plate, something else that people look into and is a big kind of topic now, and I don't want to say that you know a lot of people get a little bit aggressive when they're drinking and stuff like that. But I think we've seen a spike in a lot of these events. So what is your guys thoughts on security or paid duty officers, uh, during, you know, these we times. Have, and we during who, we these definitely events. have opinions on this.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, That's a I mean, podcast. Everyone thing. knows their crowd the best, right? Yeah. Who, who am I to say, if you need security, I don't know what your friend circle is. Right? Yeah, right. Right. But if you know <coughs> you that you may have some rowdy people at the event, yeah, a good idea to get security. Uh, and if, if your budget allows for some paid duty as well. Yeah. I would strongly recommend it. Right. Um, Again, just, just the presence. It keeps everyone a little bit calm and uh, you know, you don't want to end your event on a bad note. So spend that extra little bit on security or on paid duty and and have the presence. Uh, Info at guard (laughs) it. (laughs) Dot. Info at security. Dot. Com. Just uh, make sure you check it out. Send an inquiry. We we bring it. I mean, if we do see something, we do bring it to the client's attention. Like, hey, so-and-so yeah. is you know, kind of misbehaving. You might want to have a talk with them, either get them to go home or whatever the situation right. may be. Uh, and if it doesn't get corrected, then okay, we shut the bar down. And, you know, if it still doesn't get corrected, then obviously we got to right. shut Mr. Sook down as well. <laughs> <laughs> I think, I, I think um, like you said, if... So if you, Sook loves you, playing till 3. Yeah, <laughs> I
2: love it. I think his wife's around here
0: listening to that. I love it. I love it. Um, but yeah, know like... Um, like You said, like, everyone knows their crowd. I feel like everyone knows their crowd until they don't. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. like, you know, you yeah. thought you knew your crowd, and then 1 a.m., everyone's had a little one to Unexpected many. guests, and, Or well. unexpected guests, which is yeah. huge. And, yeah. you know, again, like I said, you said the venue does their job, but there's only so much you can yeah. do, right? If, you but know, it's hard
1: for security, too. I mean, a challenge that security faces someone's coming dressed up in a suit or yeah, whatever. Yeah. You, you don't know. You don't you know. Don't what know are you going to do? Ask for an invite? You, there's see no like that's the thing right? because it's it, not it's like hard. it's
3: ticketed entry right yeah. so it definitely yeah. makes it hard on a security perspective to go in and say yeah. I don't know you don't know if they're supposed to be there or not but yeah. I think the moment that it helps um, having security there is if somebody is crashing now at least the family doesn't have to get involved with involved, that person because that is usually a drunk uncle from the family, yeah. Yeah. Get, or, or, or a younger generation, you know, like somebody from the family, and getting but into the face <laughs> of somebody else. That theme on every yeah, podcast. And it's always mama. better. Let
2: <laughs> <get laughs> the, get mama. the security, <laughs> security deal with it. Don't deal with it yourself as yeah. the guest, right? Because again,
1: you just want to end on a happy note. Yeah, yeah and, and I feel like deal deal there's a lot it. to everyone's had a few drinks by then and, all, and that's when it starts getting aggressive exactly <laughs> it's just like a, it's a deterrent at
3: the end of the day yeah. it's like if you if you spend the extra i don't know let's say a couple hundred bucks yeah. um and you have security guards there you're deterring a situation that again it may not even happen yeah right but you'll never know but you have, piece of there, mind, you have yeah, that peace yeah. of mind yeah, yeah. exactly but that think, deterrence yeah. is yeah. there right?
0: yeah, yeah i don't know if maybe me and you were talking about it one time but it's like you know you're spending in this day and age well over a hundred thousand dollars on a right. wedding now right exactly and yeah. If you get security and paid duty, and it's like another thousand fifteen hundred dollars, right? Yeah. Like, is it really worth risking your yeah. reception over another 1000 $1, $1, dollars, $1, right? Instead of three. Um, yeah, we know <laughs> that. <laughs> it's like, yeah. at the end of the day, with yeah. like you know, like with Desi weddings, you know, sometimes things do get out of hand, right? Um, I just feel like we've seen, cause especially with like DJ DJ side of it, but like yeah. we've seen like a in the last two three years, like a. I'd say after COVID, yeah. but like kind of an uptick in how kind of aggressive people are. Yeah, exactly. Um and It's not always towards the DJ or towards the it's venue. It's a lot etiquette. of times. In between, like yeah. between each it's, other, right? right.
2: It's sometimes you know it's it's family politics. Sometimes it's the person's had a rough week, and on the Saturday night at the reception, they had too much to drink, and, and everything comes out back out. to them. <laughs> <laughs> and they want to take it out on someone, right? So yeah. my like, plate of goat meat has almost <laughs> <laughs> well, you <witnessed> that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, like you said, it's it's not worth it, uh, you know, risking that, risking your your big night for you know $1, thousand fifteen hundred bucks. Oh, definitely, definitely the way to go is security. Um, like Sarb said, if you have the budget, go for paid duty.
3: Right. So uh, info at guarditsecurity.com <laughs> 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 but, is who you should not book. <laughs> yeah, don't call those guys. Um, but on, on that note, is there anything else that you guys that, that we might have missed um,
1: that, you know, something that you guys experienced, something that you guys want to share with, you know, everybody back watching I think at home? One big one is that. I think we are one of the only venues, I don't know of any other one, it may happen, but you will always find one of us management owners until the last guest has walked out of the building. Right. At least one of us is always there. So if anything happens, you guys, uh, the client needs something, we're there until you walk out. Right. And we can vouch for that. because yeah. we. We usually <laughs> We have to walk you guys out. We're usually with them like
0: 3 I'm eating something. Yeah,
1: <laughs> so, um, but yeah we, we, you know, that peace of mind is there. Yeah, and yeah.
3: That speaks to the again, not cutting a corner to leave and go home early, where you know yeah. you can provide a service or if something goes wrong, you're there to fix it immediately on the spot, and that person doesn't feel like anything's going wrong because. They had a problem, and you provided a someone solution to reach immediately, out to? Yeah. right away. Exactly, and, and yeah. I think that that bond and that connection is what a lot of people are missing when it comes to some vendors. And it doesn't have to specifically be your venue, but I think all vendors need to give that little bit of you know extra push. Yep. And, and and that's to speak on you First guys. Yeah. service and, a little bit, and that's something kind that you guys do. And, piece and, of and you're right, that area. is probably. One of the venues that do it out of out of you yeah. know very few. We'll have that so one last drink with the client. Before yeah, <laughs> before you tell them, okay, guys, we No, it's time to go. Um, but no, that's 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 really good that you that you mentioned that. Um, and also,
2: just make
1: sure the vendors are in, just in case we may have a morning event. we're going to make sure that all the vendors are in. The halls getting clean. Got to flip the room. We're ready to go for tomorrow. Right. Um. Yeah. Actually, on that note, that's something that
3: we could quickly touch on. Uh, Vendors coming and picking up their equipment on time so that you can go home on time <laughs> or close up yeah. on time or, you know, because yeah. you might have something that needs to be set up for the next morning. Like what, what's a good time for a vendor to come and pick up their stuff? Uh, let's say decor, floor wrap, like things to that that need to leave. Well, this is embassy, so I
1: don't know. It's usually a little bit later than most other halls. And <laughs> I know some of the vendors probably don't like us for it. <laughs> but I, I love it. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> no, no, but you know, you know <laughs> vendors can come in; they can start taking centerpieces down and whatnot. I mean, the rest also depends on what agreement do they have with their client. Right, right. If it if it's okay with the customer, we ideally don't like to take anything down unless the party's done and the music is off. Right. But now, you know, if a vendor wants to take it, I mean, who am I to stop them? They can mm-hmm. go ahead and start yeah. taking centerpieces down. But ideal time, 2, 2.30-ish two is okay. usually a sufficient time to come in and start slowly, getting start slowly removing stuff. Yeah. Right, or getting prepared to start taking it down. Th- and there's certain
2: <laughs> things that, that you're able to do, like, you know, pick up the centerpieces or yeah. or start tearing down parts of the backdrop. Um, you know, if you put trees in the middle of the hall. You can get rid you know, of those. Yeah, like, yeah get, get yeah. rid of those, right? I so there's there's certain things that we wouldn't do um like i've been to i've been to events where i'm on the dance floor and they turn the lights on and start vacuuming, and there's a hundred people on the dance floor. Right? I think I was at that point. So, or, or, or vendors
1: are not bringing these big pillars down, and there's people yeah. dancing. Like, yeah, yeah. Just to it's be clear, that, that party was not happened. at Embassy grant Just <laughs> <laughs> that was at a different venue. How many was? I thought my music was glitching out. Was
3: a va- in a vacuum right next to me.
2: <laughs> yeah, kind of, kind of killed the vibe. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, tactics. I,
3: um, so, on, on that note. Um, you know based off everything we've talked about you guys seem to be quite busy at, at embassy grant uh, how early on does somebody have to try to secure a date at embassy grant maybe if you want to tell us how far out you've already booked going into you know whether it's this year or next year like what, what's what's bookings like how early does somebody need to get there
2: uh if you have a like if you've already booked the Gordora and you have a particular date in mind right. um you know you're better off calling sooner than later right. uh you should call right away but uh if you're flexible with the dates um you're flexible with you know uh what time of year you know we'll have dates available even in 23 uh 24 uh we've already started booking for 25 as well yeah. okay. so yeah. um it it really depends if you're flexible uh there'll be certain depends on the, the number of guests what
4: are the busier dates that people should book further or out months or months or,
3: months, long, or long days weekends. of the week long weekends long
1: weekends are the first to go again depending on your guest count the larger yeah. the guest count the further out you need to book mm-hmm. uh 200 people 400 people okay we may find you know fridays and sundays but if you're looking particularly at a saturday and it's a long weekend you need to look year and a half two years after. i had uh,
3: someone just call me actually <coughs> the other day and they say hey um uh like can you you know speak to like one of your friends at Embassy Grand and, and they're looking for a date in 2024 July, and uh, they, <laughs> Saturday and, no and a Saturday Saturday, Saturday 20, no. 2024 <laughs> July and they go uh hey like you know this is the date I'm looking for, and I'm like they're booked and they're like okay do you know uh, anybody else and I'm like yeah I mean Eminence like you know we have a good relationship with uh, Verdi as well you mm-hmm. know they're just as close as friendship so I called uh Charlie Uncle Verdi and I said uh hey Uncle you have the Saturday available. I got the same answer. No, it's completely booked. Yeah. And then uh, Gary had told me the same thing. He goes, uh, "To be honest with you, every single Saturday in July is basically booked." Yeah. He goes, "I have one like you know date available, but." more 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 so the whole summer saturdays are almost booked right so i guess we're talking at least two years in advance one and a half especially on a particular date june july august and saturday or something
4: i think saturday june july august september
1: as well up up until the september long weekend yeah yeah you need to vote yeah Yeah, basically between
2: may may and october yeah and that's if those are the months that you want to get married in between you, gotta, you should book, yeah. especially, right Saturdays, away. especially Saturdays, so especially right long away. weekends. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm asking for anything.
3: So, actually, on that note, why don't you uh, give everybody a phone number maybe to call or a website if you guys take contact forms? Or, how uh, does someone, if go, you're booking for 2025,
1: book yes, we'll give you the number. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> but how, how does, does one, yeah.
3: yeah, how does somebody book Embassy Grant? You know, what is the process of booking Embassy Grant?
2: Uh, first, if you wanted to uh, call in, you can uh, call our main line. It's 905 794 9588. Or uh, you can go to our website and uh, send us a message there. It's uh, embassygrand.com. Right. And then the third option is you can message us on Instagram. Uh, it's at embassygrand. Got you.
3: And uh, I'm assuming that obviously date inquiry is probably the first step to make sure that you know you guys have the availability, um, especially with what yeah. we talked about and everything going on. Um, but uh, other than that, is there any other way that people can can people walk in? Like, do you guys have like office hours, or is it strictly appointments?
2: Uh, you can walk in. Uh, we're open from 10 a.m. to 7:30 p.m. Okay, uh, seven days a week. Uh, you can walk in at any time. We usually don't suggest that because you might have to wait um you know we might be busy with other clients uh, with other appointments right. um so you know you don't want to be sitting there for half an hour 45 minutes uh, waiting for a sales rep for sure. so it's better to call in
3: so guys um we've learned on what venues can provide the expertise of venues the way to book a venue and how early on to book or get your inquiries in we'd like to thank you uh we'd like to thank Embassy Grand for coming out. Sarb, Gary, thank you for coming. Round of applause for them. Thank you, thank you so much thank for taking the time thank out. And thank thanks for us. Once again, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Wedding Season, the podcast brought to you by Eminence Entertainment. And you know how this goes. For bookings, make sure you contact us at info at You can visit our website at www.eminencecnt.com. www.eminenceent.com or you can call us
2: at 647-449-7034 and we'll see you soon.